Hello, welcome back to How About That Crypto. You are watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I am here Monday through Friday and I explain crypto Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Today's news story is a big one. As many of you probably know, Russia has invaded Ukraine. What does this have to do with crypto? This is very loaded and jam-packed, so you're not going to want to miss this. And if you stay till the end, I have a correction statement I made on Thursday. I got to keep it real, balanced, and stay willing to change my mind. That's a quote. Go ahead and use it. Now, if you like the content or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. Please like, subscribe, ring the bell. It helps support me, and it doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. Use the links in the description below to do your own research. All right. Russia invaded Ukraine Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. My prayers go out to all of the people that are involved. I'm also praying that things do not escalate and pour over into neighboring countries and finally, I'm praying that this does not spark another conflict like China and Taiwan. This could all be devastating for all of us and uh, in many, many ways. I took yesterday off for various reasons. One reason was I was shocked and I didn't really know what to say. I do not want to come off as callous. This show is about crypto, but war and loss of life is so sad and life is way more important than money. Again, my prayers go out to everyone affected. Well, what does this have to do with crypto? So the CNBC, CNBC reports, let me pull that up here. CNBC reports that uh, donation, Bitcoin donations to the Ukrainian military are soaring Sorry, as soaring as Russia invades. And $400,000 of Bitcoin has been donated to support the Ukraine army. Operation is called Comeback Live. And that money was raised in 12 hours at the time of this report. That is the latest information I have. I'm sure that number has gone up significantly since. And um, I got some little excerpts here to read you. And it is activists have deployed, let's see, sorry. Activists have deployed the crypto for various purposes, including equipping the Ukrainian army with military equipment, medical supplies, and drones, as well as funding the development of facial recognition app designed to identify if someone is a Russian mercenary or spy. They can get, a, so, <clears throat> uh, so right now it's like also you know there's this other situation that the uh the fact is that they can get around banks like if you want to make a donation and you want to get it into a place where uh the banks may be restricting people's access to it uh so crypto is being used for that purpose purpose as well on the flip side it is uh financing Russian separatists. <clears throat> so that's definitely an issue that uh, that we want to look at. So I found this article. It's uh, by the Washington Post. It's called Russia, Ukraine and the world's first crypto war. Uncertainty about who will 
benefits. So I'm going to pull that up for you. If you're listening on podcasts, you can check out the links below and uh, all that stuff. All Everything that I'm reading from and checking out is in the links below. So here you go. There's uh, showing a picture of smoke on the Ukrainian skyline. You know, there's, uh, or sorry, the yeah, U- Kiev specifically. So this is really kind of poured into the big, bigger parts of of Ukraine. So both sides have embraced crypto uh, and legalized it and set up rules around trading much further than many other countries, not quite as far as El Salvador, who adopted it for legal tender. And I got another excerpt here. It says that because there is no central controller who can impose their morals on its users, crypto ban Sorry, crypto can be used to crowdfund for the Ukrainian army or help Russia evade sanctions, said Tom Robinson, chief scientist and co-founder at the crypto analytics firm Elliptic. No one can really prevent it from being used in either way. Now, $400,000 is nothing compared to the $650 million worth of weaponry that was received by the U.S. And... I have another excerpt here. The challenge for the Russian economy and individuals in this context is the immaturity of crypto as part of their financial system doesn't allow them at scale to circumvent the multinational sanctions being imposed. As said Juan Zarate, a former assistant secretary of the treasury and deputy national security advisor in the George Bush administration. If this were happening five years from now and there was greater infrastructure adoption and volume, it would be a different story. I think that's really, really important uh, to point out that that top that point. And uh, the, another excerpt, they're, say, they're explaining that the problem is the off-ramp. So, so what we're saying here is that if we were a little bit further along in adoption, then there would be a larger concern about how crypto could help the Russians uh, evade sanctions. And the problem, and, and but the reality is like, it's still way too early and Russia definitely hadn't built up the infrastructure for mining their mining operations. However, their banks have enjoyed something like $700 million of illicit act, illicit money from ransomware attacks. But that was over the last three years. That's not a lot of money uh, for an entire nation to be benefiting off of it. And it's definitely not enough to uh, for war. So, and as far as uh, the use the use of crypto, I got another excerpt. The, the problem is the off-ramp. You could theoretically move all the payments you want, but until you can buy a burger down the street, there's not much you can do with the money. So I think that's interesting because, because I reported in, in the past that North Korea has used uh, crypt, hacking people and stealing crypto and then using that money to finance their nuclear program now and iran apparently has as well and so what does how does this how is this point about there's nowhere to use it really apply well the reality is that if you're if you have crypto and you're able to get your hands on crypto you can sell it for a currency that people would accept to use it to finance for whatever you want. So I don't know like how important that point is, um, but it continues on and says, and US authorities have demonstrated a growing sophistication in tracking and seizing illicit crypto funds. 
And the Biden administration has warned crypto firms to police their platforms or else face enforcement actions. As, as we know from covering the Ripple lawsuit, no one really wants to get involved in an enforcement action, especially if it has to do with not upholding sanctions put on by the president. Iran and Russia, however, are looking at using their oil and gas to mine crypto because when they mine it, they can get the rewards and they could sell the Bitcoin and the Ethereum right now until Ethereum moves over to proof of stake. Uh, it is currently being mined as well. That and Bitcoin, they're the only ones really left being mined and uh, that they could benefit from. So they could sell that, sell those coins that they mine and use that to fund their operations. But the reality is the industry is just not mature enough yet. And um, the future use of crypto will consider these threats, I'm sure. Russia has adopted crypto too late, I guess. You know, if they had been mining it and they would have all, had all this crypto and they could have used it to help finance the war or get ready for sanctions. Um, fi and finally, the U.S. agencies have gotten more sophisticated and competent at tracking and seizing the crypto. So not just tracking it and policing it, but actually seizing it and get that money back to people that have been stolen from or raising money for the U.S. government through way of auctioning off these seized assets. And um, by the time we need to worry, I think the feds will have it managed. So I wouldn't worry about that. That's that's just my my personal my personal thoughts on this situation. So now this brings me into my correction from Wednesday. I said that I thought a parallel economy was a delusion. Um, I should not talk like that. I am editorializing the news, but uh, I, you know, I had an awesome conversation and I learned about a theory of a different financial and economic world. Uh, it was kind of in re in response to this. Um, it sounded like a plausible idea. I think it's. I still think it's unlikely, but I wanted to correct myself. And I'm going to stay open-minded while I report this in, this news, and I'm willing to change my mind through debate. Uh, so please feel free to leave me a comment below. Send me, uh, send me an email if you have it. Uh, you can DM me on Bitcoin Hairstylist at Insta on Instagram or send me a message on Twitter at Bitcoin Stylist uh, if you want to keep it private. Uh, I appreciate the criticism and I appreciate the debate. So thank you so much for being engaged. Um, now, what do you think? Will this change? Will this conflict change the course of crypto? Will we see a more fragmented financial system that the U.S. cannot control? The world, the World Economic Forum wants a new Bretton Woods. Maybe that'll be a digital currency world where it is not based on the current SWIFT system. You know, that is a possibility. That is a possibility. And that is something that we as Americans will not be able to uh, inflict our will on to other people quite in the same way. But one, so I do believe that there will be a world where crypto intermingles, and that means that the U.S. is going to have to be more competitive. And um, that so my vote is to fully embrace crypto, and this gives us a chance to dominate the space and for our intelligence agencies to invest more resources and understanding it and being able to police it. So what are your thoughts about Russia invading? What are your thoughts about the use of crypto? What does the future look like? You know, so I would love to hear what you have to say. 
about all this stuff, but you know, it's a very unfortunate situation that's unfolding here. I'll, um, I'm going to pray for Ukraine. Please, pre please put up a prayer. Uh, pray for the world in general and uh, try to have a good weekend. I will be back on Monday and uh, to update everybody on what's been happening. And so try to have a good weekend, stay safe, and I'll see you Monday. Hoddle on.